Welcome to Eye on the Shires. In this episode, we are speaking with Natalie Philpott and Devin Collins from The Collaborative. Located in Londonderry, Vermont, based out of the Floodbrook School, what started as an after-school program has grown into an organization promoting the development of healthy, involved community, supporting substance-free youth. Listen to find out how you can get a free Stratton, Riley Rank, Magic Mountain, or Wild Wings Pass. Also about the many other programs the collaborative hosts that support our community. Enjoy. Right now. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome to an episode of Eye on the Shires. Uh, I'm Trent Stevens, and this is I'm Dakota. All right. And we are here with Natalie and Devin from The Collaborative in Manchester, Vermont. Uh, thanks so much for being here with us, guys. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for uh, having us. So uh, to get us started, why don't you guys tell us uh, what The Collaborative is, how some people might know about it, how others uh, can find it, and and who you are, what brought you to this? So the collaborative is a small nonprofit located in Londonderry, Vermont, that actually started as uh, an after-school program over 20 years ago to address the needs of working parents in our community. Um, and so it, it really started as a nonprofit that is meant to respond in real time to the needs of our community. And uh, subsequently, we have grown by leaps and bounds. We are located uh, physically on the Floodbrook School campus out behind uh, in, a, in a really great setup where we have, you know, the full reign of Floodbrook School. But we also have lots of great land to uh, engage with our kids in the extended day program. We also run a mentor program for uh, Floodbrook students. We also have a GSA program. Uh, we do uh, the Refuse to Use program, which y'all are uh, a part of. Uh, we also uh, do a lot of outreach in the community. And uh, if you know anything about the Everyone Eats program, uh, which uh, came about during pro uh, COVID, which uh, endeavored to partner with local restaurants and local farmers to provide free nutritious meals for individuals that were impacted by COVID, uh, we were the fiscal agent for that entire program, which is still continuing now. Um, and so we also provide a meaningful resource dissemination regarding substance misuse uh, for youth in our community. And uh, we work closely with uh, the Department of Health and also uh, all the local uh, health-related uh, stakeholders to ensure that we are providing uh, education, meaningful education for people in our community. So we do wow. we do a lot. And, and all that started that. from after-school programs, huh? Yeah, all of it. All of it started uh, as an after-school program, and it sort of grew from there. It sort of grew from there, and it just has, you know, been over the the last twenty years a really great, just the right people at the right time who were caring about, you know, our community. Uh, and so it's been an it's been an honor and a privilege to be a part of it. Devin and I, uh, we've been we started together three years ago, back in the summer of 2019, uh, which I don't know, Devin, uh, if you feel like this, it feels like it was forever ago. I do. It definitely was. <laughs> yeah, it's 2000. Yeah. 2019 doesn't even seem like the same the same country, the same like it's like it was a different place back then. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So how long has the collaborative been going? When did it start? 
Oh gosh, the the twenty year anniversary was in two thousand nineteen, right. I think. So wow. yeah, wow, awesome, long time. So the program that we're we know of uh, is the Refuse to Use program. Um, I know of this. Yes, it's a good to tell <laughs> us about tell us about how we got involved in it and what what you're excited for with the Refuse to Use program. All right, so. Um, I think we found this through the interviewing for this podcast. <laughs> I think we actually did. As we were uh, initially talking to you guys, we heard about it. But yeah. And um, so that's cool because it's. What like, does it do? Yeah. What, what do you get with the Refuse to Use program? Uh, you can get free passes for stuff. <laughs> uh, I think I'm, I'm signed up for the Stratton Pass. Yeah. So that that's how we found the. Uh, refuse to use was through finding you so we're excited that maybe other uh families out there don't know about this uh we're we're a stratton family dakota has how old were you when you first started skiing stratton probably i don't even know really young five <laughs> so we've been there for a very long time and uh it's cool that you guys are plugged in there and uh where, yeah. where else can kids get passes through the refuse to use program so thank you so much for that question. It's a really great question. Um, so passes are available uh, for um, Riley Rink in Manchester, Viking Nordic Center in Londonderry, Magic Mountain, and Stratton Mountain. And uh, what the Refuse to Use program um, really endeavors to do, and I love during that, uh, during our first presentation this year, I asked the students, like, why did you sign up for RTU this year? I want you to be honest, right? I want you to be honest. Right. And so, you know, the, the myriad responses that we got are like, um, you know, my caring adult made me, or my, you know, it's for the, the free pass, right? And, and that's the hook. That's the right. hook, and that's what we right. want. That's the catch, right? But what, what the point is and what the really overarching sort of messaging is, is that we want our youth in this community to know that they are cared about, they are supported, they are loved no matter what they are going through and that they are enough without the use of substances right now. And frankly, we want to make sure that they understand that with brain development, such as it is, that their prefrontal cortex is not fully developed until they're 26, you know, 25 years old. And right. so what we wanna do is disseminate information that is age appropriate and doesn't engage in scare tactics uh, because we have previously seen in uh, drug misuse education just that substance no. misuse education just say no right this just say no this is your brain on drugs yeah. yeah yeah and Dakota you were there for that presentation you watched that commercial and your dad's probably made reference to other commercials that we had to to be subjected to when we were growing up and and scaring people while a meaningful way to control them is not a meaningful way to educate them. And right. so we don't, we don't want to scare people. We want to give you the truth so right. that you That's can get closer to your me. truth. That's what struck me about the last event that we did was you guys had changed your, uh, your mission statement or your pledge, the pledge, I'm sorry. So you changed yeah. the pledge and it's a huge shift because even in the program where you guys have already had this focus, there's this new shift this year uh, to where you're really putting that focus on this isn't about setting rules and following rules. This is about teaching our kids the true consequences. And, uh, you know, I think that's so powerful. It's amazing. It's nothing yeah, exactly. like I grew up with. Yeah. 
And I mean, you know, we, we want, we don't want to talk about what we don't want. We want to talk about what we do want. And when we highlight as human beings, what it is that we are aspiring for, what it is we are aiming for, then it is that much more attainable. If we're identifying the myriad things that we don't want, then that's what our brain is focusing on. Right. right. And so that's a skill in and of itself that we <laughs> want, that we want our kids to utilize. Think about what you want, not yeah. what you don't want. Think about yeah. what's good. And, yeah. and we're not conflating positivity for happiness, right? Like right. they're not the same thing, but positivity can get you a little bit closer to happiness. So that's what we wanted to do with the, with the shift, the dynamic shift, you're right, in the pledge this year. That's awesome. So that is for age, so what age groups are involved in Refuse to Use? So middle school on up. So we have eight local participating uh, schools in the region. Um, and then we also have uh, homeschool uh, students as well, uh, grades seven through 12. Awesome. And yeah. so there's schools in the area that aren't part of this. Is, yeah, it, is that something that those schools, if they're interested, could plug in? Or is it, uh, I, I, I guess that's the question. No, it's a great question. Um, so we currently have 360 registered participants, like wow. I said, in eight area schools, which is phenomenal. Um, and so uh, the eight schools that we have, you know, we started off, I think the RTU program, I was talking to our executive director, Marianne Morris yesterday, the program started off with like two schools and 15 kids a couple of years ago, and it's just grown by leaps and bounds. And so it is in our sort of frame of consciousness that we want to grow the program because we do believe that it works. And we do yeah. believe that the community is behind this program. And I, we do believe based on the responses that we get from, we, we put out surveys all the time and we're constantly collecting information. Um, and so we think that expansion is something that we would love to do. We have been, we have been approached by other schools, especially this year. Yeah. Um, coming out of COVID uh, for programming like RTU to be included in, in other schools as well. So uh, long-winded answer is that it's something that we're considering, um, but you know, we are a nonprofit and we are grant funded. Um, right. So it, it, we, and we don't want, we don't want to like jump in and come in guns blazing. Uh, we want to be very thoughtful and measured about, about what it is that we do. So the, yeah. the only reason I bring it up is obviously we were a Medowy family and uh I, 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 that's why we hadn't heard of what you guys were doing until Dakota started making the shift over to Burn yeah. Burton is, uh, it's such a cool program. Uh, yeah, we're, we're so glad we're, you're on board with us, Dakota. We're really, we're really grateful. Really, really grateful. So that is for middle to high school stuff. Do you work with elementary school kids as well? And what programs do you have with them? We do. So I'm gonna uh, let Devin share now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Floodbrook partners with uh, the collaborative to run an after school program. We call it EDP, which is extended day program. And that is a program for kindergartners through eighth grade to come um, after school from three, three o'clock to 530 to uh, participate in homework help, reading help, arts and crafts, getting outside, doing physical activities. Um, and we get a lot of kids. We get about 15 kids a day that come in and it's just a great way for them to feel safe and secure while their parents are still working or if they don't have anyone at home and we provide a snack for them while they are here. Awesome. I So I worked after school programs back in Ohio when I was in my early 20s. That was my favorite job I ever had 
was before and after school care through the YMCA. And then I would be a lifeguard during the day when the kids were at school. It was a fun, fun job. I had a lot of fun with it. I think after school is a blast. It was just yeah. like helping homework and getting beat at risk all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, we have Devin also she's like super humble, but Devin also runs the uh, mentor program for K to eight uh, students. That was what I and was so, going to ask about. Yeah, uh, so super successful program. So go ahead, Devin. Okay, um, like Natalie said, I run a mentor program for Floodbrook. Um, it's mostly just for Floodbrook kids as of right now. My future dream is to have it a community uh, program for all uh, all of the local southern towns. Um, but it is K through eighth. Um, and so the mentors are community members in Londonderry, Manchester, Ludlow, any of the towns that are closest to Floodbrook. And I part, the way that kids get recommended for our program is they have to have a teacher recommendation and also a parent, parent recommendation, just so that it is the kids that are accessing those resources and an extra caring adult that need it. Um, and during mentoring, this year we're actually back to in-person. Last year was online, which was interesting because we still had uh, a lot of matches meet. Um, so during your mentor session, I pair you with an adult and uh, the Floodbrook student can do activities together. They can play games together. They can ask for supplies if they really want to do a project together. Um, and I've seen a lot of growth in our kids that have been in this program they tend to do better more academically, socially wise. They learn a lot of skills because they may come from a family or just a community that may not give them the support that they need or the love that they need. So this caring adult that comes in after going through two background checks and is verified, um, hangs out on school campus um, and during our after school program. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. That to have support like that from community members is amazing. How, how many yeah. community members, is it a, a big program? Is there room for other community members that would wanna do something like that? Oh yeah, I am definitely still looking for mentors uh, to come mentor some of our kids. Currently right now I have about 10 matches, but I would love to get up to 15 or 20, hopefully. Awesome. Um, this program is year-round except for the summer, and you can join or stop whenever you wish. Um, I work, I'm pretty flexible with meeting times and uh, people's working on people's work schedules. Awesome. Well, that's a really cool way that community members can plug into what you guys are doing and support a kid personally is just yeah. awesome to be that for, sure. for somebody that might need it that, you know. It's cool yeah. too that you have these kids that they, you know, they have somebody supporting them at school. They have somebody supporting them at home, but that's always not always enough. So it's, mm -hmm. it's cool to add that extra layer. Um, yeah. And one of, one of the 40 developmental assets that we're focusing on for refuse to use this year is, you know, those external supports, having a caring adult outside of your living situation. Uh, and, and we use the term caring adult. We don't say parent, mom, dad, because we don't want to make assumptions about people's home structure. That's why we sort of say caring adult. But it's really important uh, for youth to have that caring adult relationship outside of their home so that they, you know, know that they're supported and love outside of that home situation. So Devin does a really, really great job of fostering safe spaces for not only adults to mentor, but for, for youth to engage in that, that purposeful relationship. 
Yeah. Um, so I think we might have asked this at the beginning, but we kind of skipped over it. Uh, what brought you guys to the collaborative? Oh, oh. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna engage in a little bit of vulnerability here if you gentlemen don't mind, if that's Go okay. For it. Safe space. All right. Safe space. Uh, so I I come to prevention, and and we we the nonprofit is a substance misuse prevention coalition. So what we endeavor to do is to is to engage in the work necessary to help problems from occurring. Right. Uh, right. But that is not my story on a personal level. That is my professional story. My personal story is that I am a person living in long term recovery from a substance misuse disorder, um, and uh, I have been in recovery for over three years. Uh, and it Rats. has been the greatest, thank you. Thank you, sir. It's been <laughs> the greatest gift of my life. And, uh, so I, I intersect with the collaborative and come to this work. I say very earnestly and very honestly, uh, and I sort of view this as evidence-based heart work. And, you know, I come to prevention with an understanding of recovery and what I know I needed when I was younger and everything that we do in prevention, gratitude friendships, relationships, coping skills, being honest, being a person of integrity. These are all things that I had to learn as an adult in recovery because yeah. I was never taught them as a kid. And so I am so deeply passionate about this work because I don't want anyone to have to go through what I went through. Amen. And I am going to do everything that I can to ensure that the youth and the community that I care about don't have to do that. And so every day, there's a Mark Twain quote that I love. Uh, it's uh, the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you figure out why. <laughs> and I want, I want to help. I want to help the kids in our community get closer to that why. So that's why I do what I do. That's awesome. Like goosebumps level awesome. <laughs> your passion just pours out and I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, Devin jokes with me. She's like, oh, good. Natalie's having another TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so true. It's so true. So many of us had, I was raised with great family support and all, you know, a, a, a religious family and an a intimate, large family. And still, I, I was left without any of those tools. And I, too, fought addiction for decades so i i know exactly where you're coming from and i i agree that anything we can do as community members to make sure the kids and the the young people in our community have access to the things we didn't so that they don't have to go and learn these lessons the hard way it's powerful yeah powerful yeah and that's, uh, that's why over the last couple of years, we have uh, partnered with the recovery community. And so we uh, have recovery panels as part of our programming for every section of RTU, uh, because it is so important for us not only to recognize that substance misuse is a real issue in our communities, uh, but also that recovery is possible. And to hear the, the capital T truth from people who have been through it before, not in a glamorizing way, not in, not in a way that sort of is engaging in scare tactics, but in a real capital T truth way, uh, it's incredibly powerful. So we yeah, have the a- first uh, event have, that you guys did that we were a part of, Benjamin yeah. Lerner. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He came and told his story. And it seems even your mentorship program, uh, the panels, it's all about connecting people connecting you know somebody that needs to hear something with somebody that can say it 
and uh it's powerful stuff i mean it's making connections is what it's it's the most important thing it's why we're doing this podcast because we want to connect the people in our community to groups like yours that are doing amazing things and uh it's the we're just uh weaving the web the mycelial network or uh you know we're all sprouting everywhere i i love it i love seeing these connections and how people are really trying to make them uh so thank you <laughs> that's awesome stuff yeah awesome. for sure no and thank thank you it's really amazing that you all are reaching out in this way in dakota that you you know have been on board I, I can't imagine like switching schools and being busy and having after school work and like all you know the stuff that you do it's uh it's really impressive that a young person out there is is trying to make a difference in this way so congratulations to you two as well uh thanks <laughs> so uh <laughs> Uh, so like, I guess we're at the point where I ask, how can the community support the collaborative? How can they like, uh, plug in and help? Devin, do you have anything to say about your programs before I, you know, go off on my spiel? <laughs> um yeah so i like i said before i am currently still actively looking for mentors some adult community members that would love to be partnered with a youth uh either k through eighth um i am also my after school program is currently hiring for a couple more staff members that would love to work with kids and child care um, what ages do you hire for child care, for after school positions is it an 18 plus thing Yep, 18 okay. and up. Awesome. Sorry to uh, cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I don't think that's the only things I need out of my programs. That awesome. Awesome. Um, I might have to get back to after school. Thank you so much nice. for joining us, though. And yeah, play yeah. a board game for me. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Devin. Um, so yeah, yeah Natalie, so, how can we support what you got going on? Um, so anyone who is sort of interested in what we're doing can head over to our website, which is the collaborative.us, super simple. And we, we've really done um, a, a revamping of our website to really sort of make clear what, what volunteer opportunities exist. Um, but we, we're always looking forward to more partnerships and continued connections, like you were saying before. Um, and so if anyone is in, interested in sort of volunteering with the Refuse to Use program and doing, doing an event or hosting an event, or if there is a community member, we were so fortunate last year because the Refuse to Use program was brought completely virtual last year. And for the past 15 years, it had been all in person. There was no such thing as a virtual event, right? And so we were able to bring it from a school-based program to a community-based program. And every single event, save the ones that I hosted, were hosted by Zen Revolution in Manchester, a local uh, yoga studio and spin studio. Uh, mind, mindfulness meditation was, was hosted by, you know, a local uh, mountain community yoga. And so we were able to partner with all of these people and we want to be able to continue to do that again. And so this year, the program is, is a combination of in-person and virtual, but we would still welcome any community member who wants to, uh, do an event, we would, we would love it. Um, and then just uh, being an active participant in the education of our community members, sharing our posts, uh, learning about substance misuse and what you can do to help. 
uh, engaging in harm reduction education, uh, just doing anything that you can to become involved um, because substance misuse impacts all of us. Everybody. Either you know somebody, either you are somebody, either you work with somebody, it impacts all of us. And we all have a part to play in the solution. And there is a solution. There is a solution and there is hope. There's connection. so much hope. And yeah, connection, right? <laughs> it's it's to connection. me, that's the solution. Right it there. is. It absolutely is. Because you know, if you're in that moment of critical decision making, if you are anchored in gratitude and if you know that your life has meaning, you are more likely to make healthy decisions yeah, for yourself and your future. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And so that's the work we want to do. So if if that resonates with folks out there, like write us an email, go to our website, like check awesome. it out and, and get involved with what we do. Cause we, we care deeply, but the more people that care deeply and get involved, ultimately the, the, the safer and more healthy our community is going to be. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So the events, I, I can't remember if I remember reading one. Um, are, are some of the refuse to use events open to the community? Yeah. So we actually are going to be putting out a registration link pretty soon, and we will have an option on that registration link for community members. Uh, but right now we have uh, some substance misuse. Actually, next Thursday, November 11th, uh, we have a substance misuse and external assets uh, virtual class at 630. We have a recovery panel November 17th, where we'll be hearing from people in long-term recovery about what they needed when they were younger. Uh, and then uh, we have some other events coming up in December, virtually uh, a substance misuse and refusal skills. And so those are actually all open to the public and we will awesome. have a community option on that registration for people to sign up. Awesome. And it's, yeah, and it's been super awesome. Uh, the virtual, the virtual exhibits, exhibits, events, uh, it's, it's been awesome to hear from caring adults who are listening in, who yeah. are, who are listening in while their, their scholar is, you know, on the Zoom or eating dinner. So while it's been, you know, technology as it is, is, is really wonderful and kind of, you know, it, it's been a shift. It's also opened up a lot for us for to sure. reach even more people. Yeah. 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 I think in general, the whole shift that we made, uh, it, it's nice that we've, we've been able to get back into real person stuff, but some of those new tools and, and things we all picked up during that lockdown, it, it you know, it's changed the way our community works and how well we connect, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And just um, over COVID, people really stepping up to the plate and, and just, you know, approaching things with their, their whole heart. And we're so grateful to Viking and Riley, Riley Rank and Magic Mountain and, and Stratton Mountain for, for sticking with us and for pushing through and for knowing that last year, especially, and this year, that youth needed this programming and for doing Absolutely. whatever it took to ensure that the RTU program continued. So we're really grateful to, to all four of those community partners. Awesome. Well, we yeah. will definitely support all those community partners every chance we can get because uh, you fun places. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, well, awesome. We will put in like e your your links and all that in our show notes. That way people can easily find you and what you guys have going on. I definitely recommend anybody listening, go to the website. There's, you know, everything that you guys have going on. There's something about it there. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate you and Devin's time today. 
uh, to share this with us. This is a really cool program. We've we've been digging through all the nonprofits locally and reaching out to people, and there's some cool stuff going on in our community. But this one was one that caught my attention. That was just wow, wow. It's like just say no, but better, and it involves skiing. Like, just how does it get any better yeah. than that? Like, we need to support our youth and like is a cool way to do it so we applaud you and thank you and we want people to go check you out so. yeah thank you thank you so much it's uh it's been a, a real pleasure following what you all are doing so yeah. so thank you awesome. this is this is what it's all about those connections so that's right appreciate Weaving it the web. <laughs> we appreciate it too so thanks yep. and uh everybody go check out what the collaborative is doing thank you so much natalie thank you